0: Aloha, everyone! Welcome to Sasha Spins, where you get my thoughts on life, current events, and everything else in between, in and out of the saddle. So let's get right on into it. Aloha, everyone! Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in your day. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are doing amazing. Welcome to Sasha Spins, where we talk life, current events, and everything else in between, in and out of the saddle. So let's get right on into it. But before we get into it, happy new year, happy 2022. Y'all, we have survived 2021. And what a year it has been. I hope you had a good holiday. I hope you had a safe holiday. Um, If you got caught out there with Omarion, I hope you are healing. <laughs> I hope you are doing well. I hope it did not impact your holiday season too much. Um, for me, it was the biggest thing, probably, was my sister was pregnant. I'm an auntie now. I'm so excited. I mean, Snow Bay, his cousins because they all grew up together. So they're like really close. So we call his cousins children, our nieces and nephews. So I've always had nieces and nephews through marriage. But this is the first time on my side where I have my niece. And so I'm really excited. But she was born the day after christmas and to like not endanger my safe sister and to keep her safe i was like let me go ahead and get this covid test real quick so on christmas eve for four and a half freaking hours i was at the patient first clinic and went through the process of getting a covid test it was terrible it was miserable but i got the covid test it came back negative so i was able to spend the holidays with my family so really excited about that um Yeah, I hope you're staying safe. Hope you're doing well and happy 2022. Peace, blessings, more life, more love, more joy this year. So let's get right on into it. What are we talking about today? What are we talking about? Well, it's in the spirit of the new year, right? So we're talking today about my thoughts on goal setting, specifically. Two approaches that I would like to take to goal setting. So, before I begin, you're probably being bombarded with like new year, new me, resolution talk, vision boards, all of this stuff, right? It's, I don't know about your Instagram feed, I don't know about your timeline, but it's heavy on mine. So, if you are seeing all of this and you've never set goals before, or you're not a resolution type person and you're looking to maybe become that type of person, you can feel easily intimidated or pressured to do the same and just list out all of your goals and compare yours to others. And then as you're comparing yourself to others, when you see their goals or their resolutions, you can feel like yours are small if they aren't big or lofty enough. So I want us to immediately get out of that habit of comparing ourselves because comparison is what? Comparison is a thief of joy. We already know this and we're not going to start the year off with that energy. You are focusing on yourself. You are staying in your lane and the only time you're looking to outside of your lane is to build that lane and make it a little bit bigger to invite in people who are sharing your journey and wanting to big you up and wanting to see you succeed. Otherwise, you stay in your lane, you mind your business, you stay hydrated. So yeah, I want us to get out of this mindset of comparing ourselves, comparing our goals. And it's one thing to be inspired by other people, right? But it's another thing entirely to compare ourselves or to feel to the point where we feel okay about what we're doing and what we have going on. And then we see someone else's and then it automatically makes us feel small about ourselves or we don't feel good enough. So we're going to get out of the habit of doing that as we talk today about goal setting and resolution building, but specifically goal setting and how to approach it from two perspectives. So even as someone, I myself lead intention and goal setting workshops which I absolutely love and enjoy, but because I lead them, I understand that pressure. So, as because I understand this pressure when it comes to setting goals and when it comes to comparing yourself and like seeing other what other people have going on and being inundated with it on social media, don't take it on if it doesn't feel right for you or if you're feeling pressured. So if you're feeling pressured, if you want to set some goals or you want to make resolutions, but you're feeling like you just don't know how to start, you don't know how to approach this, or you feel this pressure to make your goals the same as someone else's or to aspire to what someone else is aspiring to, today I want to talk about two different approaches and methods i encourage i'm going to encourage you today to try as it pertains to goal setting so i lead a lot of intent like i said i lead a lot of intention setting workshops and mindfulness mindfulness workshops and something for me that is a big deal the first thing when you set your goals focus on how you want to feel and the second thing is to approach these goals from a perspective of making it small, taking small bites. So those are two, those, that's what I'm talking about today. We're talking about goal setting and specifically focusing on how you want to feel as you set these goals and then making these goals as attainable what you can do to make these goals as attainable as possible and i find that you set yourself up for success when you make these goals small and bite sized at least that's <clears throat> for me for other people i just sounded so regal P.S. it's <laughs> like i cleared my throat. <clears> throat but no okay so seriously let's so let's like hop into it let's get into it yeah I hope Doja Cat has a good 2022, Pia. She gave us such good music. I honestly feel like we talked about artists or not we. I didn't talk about it here on the podcast. But there are some people who are like, I saw this like cult the year in review. And they're like, Doja Cat musically won 2022. And I was like, she absolutely did because Doja Cat killed it. But anyways, all right. So let's talk about goal setting. Specifically, focusing on how you want to feel. So like I said, we talked about a little bit earlier, some of us just may feel that pressure I mentioned earlier of your goals not being as big as someone else's. We, this is no secret, 2022 doesn't look like it's going to change. So It's going to be more of the same living in a highly visual world where keeping up with the E. Joneses is a very real phenomenon. And it causes some of us who don't have, I don't even want to say who don't have a certain level of comfort within themselves because i think we can all be comfortable within ourselves but then see something and it can kind of make you feel like before you even like rationalize it can kind of make you feel less than so i don't want to say if you're comfortable with yourself i think this applies to all of us in some way shape or form it's very real phenomenon comparing ourselves to others and then when we see something we want it because it looks cool or we think it's going to bring us some kind of clout or status or even happiness. Like how many times have you find yourself buying things because you think they're going to make you happy, right? If I just have this purse, I'll be happier because I'll be, I'll fit in with the cool girls or I have these shoes, I'll be cool and I'll fit in with the cool guys. You know, like just All of these things that we think are going to bring us clout and status and happiness, we want it because we want to be on the same level as someone else, right? So we make attaining this thing or this status or our position, our goal. So I want us to kind of get away from that. I want us to get away from seeing material things and seeing other people's perspectives or what they have going on or their goals, and when you set your own goals, Think about how you want to feel. So like, be honest with yourself, be honest with yourself. Think about the last time you found yourself leading from a place, from that place of wanting something someone else had. You want it because you saw someone else with it or you tried to attain this goal because someone else had it and it sounded cool or something that was going to bring you status, and then you took it on for yourself, you probably struggled, you're probably miserable, and you likely failed. Or if you did succeed and you reached this goal, you didn't really feel any happier or better because you weren't leading from a place where you were connected with your emotions, you didn't set out to attain that goal, thinking about how it would make, how how it gelled with you, how it connected with you, how you want it to feel. You left from this place where you just want, I just want to have this because someone else has it. But you didn't lean for, lead from that place of thinking about how do I want to feel? So as you think about your goals this year or It doesn't matter like this year, next year, this quarter, this period, whatever. As you set about goal setting or forming resolutions, think about how you want to feel and form your goals around that. So if you want to feel happier, more fulfilled, more intentional about how you're living your life, excited about life, accomplished, successful, whatever you want to feel, Think about the goals that you can set that will make you feel that way. What are these goals that you can aspire to that's going to make you feel that way? And then when you can tangibly think about how you want to get there, write those goals down. So think about the things that you can tangibly do to reach that goal of feeling whatever. So let's say, okay, example. I'm big on examples, right? If you want to feel stronger, a goal around that can be, I don't know, spending more time at the gym and working on lifting, hoping to increase how much you put on the bar over whatever fixed period of time in which you want to accomplish that goal. So if you say, three months from now, I want to feel stronger, and me being stronger, it's going to feel like being able to bench press this amount of weight. What do you do between now and three months from now to get there? What are you going to do that's going to make you feel stronger, right? So think about your goals from that perspective, how you want to feel. And when I think about that, that's how I like plant. That's how I like, I've said like seven times by now. So it doesn't even feel like a word. I want to be more intentional about my language, (laughs) So every time i feel every time i catch myself saying like i'm gonna like smack myself ah there it is again every time i find myself saying like i am going to smack myself there you go but anyways the next thing so yes when you are thinking about this, is something that's ha- very helpful for me, and so this is something that I offer you because I would before I would approach goal setting from a perspective of I want this, I want that, and it sometimes was other things that I had seen people done or accomplished that I thought were going to make me feel accomplished or better about myself, and then I struggled like it. I like ugh, smack yourself. <laughs> okay. So, I talked about this before, and maybe I'll bring it up again i I think it's it's been a few years. gosh years. I started this podcast in twenty eighteen, so maybe it's literally it's twenty twenty two now so maybe it has literally been years since I talked about this. But anyways, I knew that law school wasn't right for me, and I still carried on with it. Because, well, I didn't get into law school. That's another story for another day. But I still went on the process of studying for the LSATs, taking the LSATs, applying to law school, telling people I wanted to go to law school. I did all of that, not because it was a goal of mine, but because it was something that, I always told people I was gonna do and I knew that it would make my parents proud. I felt that that was the only way that they could be proud of me. And so getting to that goal and accomplishing that goal, it wasn't for me, it was for someone else. And because it wasn't for me, because I knew it didn't feel right for me, it never happened. I was miserable, I was frustrated and I failed and it didn't come to pass because it wasn't for me. And I wasn't leading from a place of accomplishing this goal because it felt right for me. So all I'm saying is that is the one way. Now, as you think about goal setting this year or this quarter or this month, think about how you want to feel and then form your goals from there. So I probably, if you've been listening, you probably get what else I'm gonna talk about. The second approach to goal setting that I'm going to talk about today. Make it small. Take small bites so when I say make it small, I don't mean your goals should be tiny. I mean that you should approach them from manageable and realistic time perspectives. So who we are at the beginning of the year is not necessarily going to be who we are at the end of the year. And or even middle of the year. Like you think about who you are. I think about myself from January to June of last year. And my goals had absolutely changed. My life had absolutely changed. In January, I knew that I wanted to be a soul cycle instructor. By June, I was living that. And then I had to change my goals as I accomplished one thing that I wanted to achieve. So you make it Sorry, I got like really excited. Did you hear that pitch and change in my voice? (laughs) Anyways, so who you are at the beginning of the year is not going to be who you are at the end of the year or even in the middle of the year. And I want you to take that perspective when it comes to your goals. It is so curious to me that when we set resolutions, when we make goals for ourselves, we don't really have a definitive timeline. And I think that's something that kind of messes us up a little bit going and just saying, um, gosh, what is, gosh, <laughs> what is one? I want to read six books by the end of the year. Or I want to read six books this year. Okay, cool. There are 12 months in the year. You say you want to read six books by the end of the year why not make it so to make that bite-sized, right? Like I want to read one book every two months. So when we break up the periods of time, we can set ourselves up better for success. And on top of that, thinking about the entire year can be extremely daunting, very overwhelming, and make you less likely to stick with your goal. So make it small. And this works for me because... I am an easily overwhelmed person and I'm also a person, I've talked about this on like two or three podcasts ago or sometime in the fourth quarter of last year, fourth quarter, that's how my brain works now. It works in quarters. But anyways, I talked about this a little bit last year. I'm someone that struggles with consistency, consistency and Discipline, and I get overwhelmed by some things easily. So as a self-starter, it's going to get done, but it's not going to get done until I feel like it, which then again leads me to feeling overwhelmed because I got all this stuff on my plate, but I'm overwhelmed. So I don't want to do it. And it's like a vicious, it is a vicious cycle. There's that like again, it is a vicious cycle. So as I have gotten over, I've realized that For me to be successful when it comes to my goals and the things that I want to aspire to and the things that I want to reach, breaking goals up into a quarterly basis is more manageable for me. And not only is it more manageable, I'm more likely to see it through. And this is just for me. Like I said, my mind works on a quarterly basis. Maybe for you, it's a monthly basis or a six month period or you need to be more granular and take it down to a weekly basis. Whatever you got to do for you, that's totally fine, but play around with it and play around with what works for you. And just because something worked for you before doesn't mean that it's always going to work for you. Maybe you had a major life change and now you need to balance how balance or just change how you prioritize and what you spend your time on and how you break up your time. So really just recognize that just because something is one way doesn't mean it always has to be that way so those are just the two things i didn't want this episode to be super long if you are interested in a goal setting workshop or an intention setting workshop i love these so hit me up on instagram at the whitney or you can go to my website SashaWhitney.com and send me a piece of contact info, like fill out the contact information and we'll get in touch. But yeah, so those are the just the two pieces of advice that I wanted to offer you today in terms of goal setting, intention setting, resolutions, and what's helped me out to make it small and take small bites, focusing on how you want to feel. And y'all know I love me a good book. I always try to throwing a book recommendation if I think that one is going to be helpful. So in this instance, something that really helped, a book that really helped me as it pertains to habit building and goal setting is James Clear's Atomic Habits. And it's a great book that honestly changed my life because it helped me to build better habits. And these two ideas are discussed in the book. And you know, it's it's funny because he approaches it from a habit-building perspective, whereas I talk about it from a goal-setting perspective. But what is goal-setting if it's not habit-building? Uh-huh. Aha! <laughs> but yeah, I talk about this and I impl- implement it in my own workshops. And because they're two concepts. Concepts that have changed my life tremendously. So that's the advice that I'm offering to you. And if you're interested in reading the book or listening to it, I listened to it on Audible and it was amazing. It was a really good book. So I encourage you to read that book and I hope you take from it what I took from it. It was really helpful for me. So again, like I said, what what is like what is the silver lining here? Like what are you what are you supposed to take from this? If you take one thing from this, it is the knowledge that you are more likely to accomplish your goals if they're not only central to but in line with your why and your purpose. And that's why other people's intentions and goals won't work for you or you'll quickly lose motivation because it's not about you, it's not for you. Like I said, it's one thing to, and I genuinely believe this, it's one thing to find inspiration in others or find what they've got going on to be aspirational and it motivates you and it moves you forward and it like just makes you think like, okay, that could be cool. That's kind of in line with what I want or I'm working towards. Like it's cool to find other people aspirational or motivational or inspirational, however your goals and what you want out of life should come from within. Your why, and I talk about this so much because really everything that I do, the older I get, the more important being intentional is for me not with just my goals, but with what I say, how I move through life, what I do, my friendships, how I spend my time, how I give my energy. Your why should be your your primary motivator for everything. And by centering how you feel when it comes to goal setting and making your goals bite-sized, you're setting yourself up for success in your endeavors and you are more likely to achieve your goals. So that's it. Let me know if this was helpful for you. Again, hit me up on the website or if you're on Instagram, you can find me there at the Sasha Whitney. And until next time, stay safe, stay hydrated, wash your hands, wear your masks. And until next time, peace out.